Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope? To inspire and motivate you to keep going. And no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, where I offer you a free video training on how to manifest more money now. Again, that's heatherhakes.com and opt into my free video training. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 299. Today's guest is sharing with you how important it is to dare to live and the power of the present moment. Welcome to today's interview. I've brought on Pishy, the Dare to Live coach. Pishy, welcome. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. Please give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Sure. Well, I am currently based in Los Angeles. I live and work in Los Angeles. Beforehand, I lived two years in San Francisco. And um, I would like to mention that I have lived in many, many different places. Um, to be exact, in seven different countries in all over the world. And I've traveled to 50 countries. So, and why I mentioned that is because I want people to know that I have been exposed to so many different cultures and which means so many different ways of thinking. This is even more important. Mm -hmm. And that is something that helped me indeed broaden my, my um, way of thinking and my perspective towards the world and understand that because I come from a background that says this is this and this is how needs to be done, how things need to be done, this is not the reality for everyone. So every time I moved to a new country, I was like totally hitting new belief systems, new religion, um, new ways of thinking. And, um, and that helped me actually to, to be the person I am here and now today. Uh, I was born and raised in Tehran, in Iran. So I'm sure everybody that is a little bit familiar with that country knows that um, it, it was a very difficult life uh, being exposed to all that uh, very conservative religious uh, regime of, of um of Iran and uh, having to live with those difficult circumstances and finally fighting your back, uh, fighting your way out of that, that, that misery and coming to somewhere where you see perspective to develop yourself. Two questions on that. Number one, since you have traveled the world and lived in many different countries, number one, why did you choose California? And number two, uh, you know, I do believe a, a lot of us, we are conditioned, quote, by our environment, but we have a choice like you have done to get outside of the box to realize there's not one way of thinking or doing or being and, and way to broaden your horizons. So why California? 
California was always on my list because my family actually has been living here for over 50 years. So they are Persian immigrants. And I have even uncles, they, 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 were, they came here when they were really little. So majority of my family has been living here forever. And I used to come here for vacations at least every two, three years. And um, I always knew at some point I want to live here too. And so in 2015, I'm like, okay, maybe now it's time for California after I actually was living in London for three years. So then what is your background and, you know, your studies and experiences in psychology and beliefs and, and all of that? Absolutely. So um, I started my first university degree is in uh, psychology and I did my master's degree in a private university in uh, Tehran. And uh, I also studied languages um, on the side because I was always interested to basically understand the different cultures and different languages. And I knew I'm destined to travel. I knew it even from a very, very early age. And then at some point, Heather, I noticed while I was, while, let's say while I started to work in a company because I went and also uh, when I was in Germany, um, did a further study on business psychology. That was very new in the 90s. And um, it was great to have that add on on your psychology degree because you could get really, really good offers in huge global corporations, which I did. So my first job in Germany was working for Verizon. Back then it was MCI. And um, after I started working with CEOs and directors and successful managers, I quickly noticed that very often when we sit down and talk about basically success and their problems and the way they wanna improve their lives, they very often bring out the physical aspects like I cannot get enough sleep at night or I'm always stressed, I cannot even eat, I have always stomach ache. And these are the things, of course, I could always relate it to, to the psyche, but I knew that, okay, if I want to be a perfect coach or a perfect management consultant, it is actually crucial to understand the human body too, and not only the mind. So I decided to go and study yoga, personal training, and nutrition. And um, I thought when I learned this, when I start understanding also how I can give them th uh, tips also how to train themselves, how to eat healthy, how to do yoga and meditation, then it would be like a whole or holistic package of consultation. And therefore I did those degrees too. And uh, now I am using them every time, I, uh, every time I have a client, I'm using them basically as a holistic package. Pardon the interruption. Do you find yourself struggling with money? You want to be financially free, yet you never have enough? I get it. And that's why I just released a new Manifesting Money video training. It's completely free. You can find it at heatherhakes.com. And what I share with you is my three-step process that I have used time and time again to not only manifest small amounts like $200 a day every day, 
but all the way up to how I've learned to manifest $10,000 through this three-step process I share with you. Again, opt into my free video training on how to manifest more money now, and you can find it at heatherhakes.com. Now, back to regular programming. So then, obviously, you know, something I, I hear, well, I love is the whole mind, body, spirit trifecta. Mm -hmm. You can't have one without the other. You know, if one is in ba um, not balanced, the other likely is too. So what is your holistic approach? Exactly like you just mentioned, Heather. First of all, I have to make my clients understand that, that relationship between the body and mind. That's why I even have one of the modules in my coaching is called the real link between body, mind, and you. Because everybody thinks they know of course, they are connected. Yes, everybody knows it and intellectually, especially the people I work with, my clients, they're all very smart and very, very well educated. So of course, they know there is a there is a connection. But I go a little bit beyond that. Um, beyond the saying of, yeah, our body and mind are connected. What I teach people, I say, listen, if you learn to control what you put into your mouth, you basically are learning to control your life. So a diet is not about a diet or let's say a healthy lifestyle, making healthy lifestyle choices. It's not only about, yeah, I try to eat good because I wanna live long and I wanna look good. It is about your training a muscle you're, you're, you're practicing self-control. And when you practice self-control, starting with your food that you put on your plate, it will go further and further in life. In way bigger decisions, you remember, ah, oh, self-control, I can do that if I want. I have done it already with my diet. I've done it already. Same with personal training. I tell people, guys, do this workout, not because just looking good and look loose fat and gaining muscle. Every day when you think, oh gosh, I'm so tired. I don't want to work out. And you overcome that mental barrier and say, you know what? I am tired. I will work out. It's not, it doesn't stay here. It goes throughout your life with way bigger decisions. Yeah. And so what you're saying is that it's all connected. So having self-control with what you're in putting into your body, but I think even more important is self-control of what's going on in, in your head up here, right? Your thoughts, your beliefs, which is a great segue into like, um, how, where do I want to go with this? Let's start with how to achieve sustainable health and success, because a lot of people, especially that's a great analogy is looking for a quick fix. They want to lose, you know, 60 right. pounds overnight or, or they, they, Everybody wants the quick fix and that's not reality. So what are your processes for this sustainable change? Absolutely. Um, yes. So first of all, I think one important reason is uh, for these quick fixes or all these offers around us, exactly like you say, a six pack in six days or whatever <laughs> is because the other way, the reality doesn't sell as good, Heather. So, you know what I'm saying? So if I come to you and say, you want a six pack, it takes you, let's say six months, right. it doesn't sell. Like 
you right. know, you will be like, oh my God, six months and I have to pay you for six months and talk to you for six months. Oh, come on. No, I take the package is only 300 bucks and it's six pack in six days, you know, of course. Sounds very, very seductive, you know, but the reality is if we consider every good habit a life that we have basically um, have today or everything that we have learned throughout our lives, things take time, first of all. And it is exactly physical workout or the mindset. You want to achieve an outcome, you have to practice, you have to train, you have to do it over and over, 100 times, 1000 times, 10,000 times, until you can say that, okay, I have now internalized it. And same with muscle, you want a six pack, you have to work out every day or five days a week, four weeks, and months until you build that really that six pack that you want. And secondly, not only that they take time is, do you want a quick fix? Do you want to have a six pack for a couple of months and then fall back to your old habits? Well, fair enough. I can also sell you a six pack in six weeks. No problem. I can do that too. But what do I want? I want you to keep that six pack for your whole life. I want you to, to, to have that joy to, to keep that result that you have achieved or the mindset shift. Yeah, I can motivate you also in two weeks to just be euphoric about something and just very quickly set a new goal and say, yay, now I have a new goal. I do it. But do you, what do you do when setbacks come? What do you do in six weeks? What do you do in eight weeks? What when you when you realize with the first obstacle that you cannot actually achieve that goal as fast as you want it? So that's why we talk about sustainable health and success because we want to teach a holistic lifestyle change and a long, a long-lasting success and not something that is with you for a couple of months and then leaves you like the the Every study shows that many people on their fat loss or weight loss journey, they fall back into their old weight after a year or two and even more, even gain more. So why is that? If that solutions are so good, why people fall back in that, that old um, you know, uh, lifestyle? That's why we believe that we have to approach it differently. So question for you, because this makes me realize that you're right. People want the quick fixes. And, but you know, why do like 3% of the people have those lifestyle, lifestyle, sustainable things that we all want because they put in the work, they understand the process and weight loss. That's a great example. But so I want to ask you, because what I understand is a lot of this has to do with doing the inner work of right. understanding your subconscious, where your patterns, your habits, and your beliefs lie. Because if you don't, what I call, pull the weeds and plant new seeds, you can do the quick fix. But like you said, you're going to fall back to your old ways. Is that is that along the lines of what you teach? Absolutely correct. So it's the same exactly. The weight loss example is very easy to understand for most people because they Everybody has been at some point of their lives, they've been overweight a little bit, you know, so they know how it works. But with the mindset and, and new beliefs is the exact same example. Like I said, I also see that around a lot like um, coaching, 
making you a new person in three weeks or be the new you in two weeks, you know? And again, it is easy to do a quick shift in your way of feelings, in the way that you are feeling today, because I can come and say, Heather, listen, you can have this and you can have that. And yeah, you should believe in that. Hey, let's do it. Come on. And just throw in some motivational, you know, quotes from Tony Robbins and from whoever into the room and get you really excited. Yeah. But the question is, how long does that excitement last? Again, we go back to now you get into the work. Now you see, oh my God, this is really difficult. I have to, what? I have to wake up every morning, half an hour earlier and do meditation. Oh, come on. This is really, I'm tired already. I don't get enough sleep already. How the hell am I going to do that? Or what? Yeah. Again, you have a phone call with your abusive mother and she again tries to put you down and, and basically bring you back to those old patterns and, and way of feeling. So what, how do you then keep up? How do you want to keep that uh, initial euphoria with you when the real problems really um, appear in your life? So exactly like with the body, like the, the example with muscle building, the mindset is also a muscle, the mind. This is also building muscle. And this only only, only works long-term through sustainable and, and continuous work and practice, 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 practice. And it can be a very long process. Like, you know, like some, some of the clients say, yeah, but I try to practice and it happens again. It happens again, you know, negative feeling, they attack my mind, they come to my, to my um, head. And I always say, I give them this example that I would like to um, share with you. I always say, imagine an intruder wants to open the door and come into your house and you close the door on them. They try to open it again. You close, they open, you close it. But if you close it, 100,000 times, then they don't come anymore. Right. hundred percent agree. And man, I remember the first few times I did meditation, you know, I thought meditation was going to be this very serene, peaceful, <laughs> quiet, no thought. And trust me, those first and still sometimes, unless I do it first thing in the morning, when I sit in meditation, my mind goes wild, crazy, the to-do list, I get so hung up and, and, but that's, that's the intruder trying to get in. So if you can just sit in the stillness and peace and, and have control over, you know, your, your body more or less and those thoughts and say, Hey, I'll come back to you. Right. I'll catch you later. But yeah, I, I, I think that's why so many people don't do this. Or a great example you brought up, Tony Robbins. I've been to many events. I've been around thousands of people at not even Tony events, but many different events. And what I call them is self-help junkies. You are chasing that next high because it is so much great energy and you're motivated and you have the tools and you're like, fuck yes, I'm going to change my life. Right. And then you get back to your reality and the high wears off and you're not doing the work. And then you have to go chase that next high. Right. So I guess our message to people, what we're saying is stop chasing the high because it's not externally. Absolutely. Yes. So what do you suggest or tools or techniques or, or what do you do? How do you do that inner work? 
to keep that high vibe, to understand this is consistent. This is a choice. I, you know, this is self-control and discipline and choice. Absolutely. Choice is actually the best, um, I would say, word to describe it. Well, I start um, with a teaching of, this is one of the very important pillars of my teaching where I say, first of all, you have to learn that the experience of the world that we do is inside out and not the other way around. Wait, say it again. Tell them again. So guys, listen carefully, please. We experience the world inside out and not the other way around. What does it mean? Everything that is happening around me has an influence on me. Okay, but we do not define ourselves through that happenings that is happening in the outside world. We have been thought that we are actually only a reactive being that reacts to everything that is happening. Yeah, I wake up in the morning with the noise of my neighbor. I'm already angry. Oh my God, I wanted to sleep eight hours and now he's playing music. My day is ruined. I wanted to actually be happy, but he ruined my day. Okay, then I go to work, then it's traffic. Oh my God, you see? I wanted to, I really wanted to forget the neighbor. I wanted to be happy. Now it's traffic. You see, everything is just trying to let me not be happy, you know, but it is quite the opposite, guys. We start with our inner selves and the feeling of happiness is a choice. Thank you, Heather. You mentioned the word choice already. Is a choice and is a radical decision. It's a radical decision, I repeat. I radically decide that I want to be a happy person. And many people ask, yeah, what is exactly the recipe? Well, I tell you what, there are not even detailed recipes for everything. This is actually, we go back to one of the other pillars of my teaching. I say the radical acceptance and surrender is actually a way of life, you know? I am in pain, I'm suffering. What is the recipe? There is no aspirin for, for my mind. There is no aspirin for or Advil for my, for my soul. Sometimes I have to radically accept it and just push through. Do not please expect that for everything, there is a detailed recipe, there is a book written, there is a podcast. It is not. It is, it starts and ends with you guys. And even if you have a headache, not every time Advil will help you. You know what I'm saying? Like you take that, that painkiller and you see the headache is going further and further. So what do you do? What do you exactly do when this happens? Don't you have to accept it the way it is? You have to radically accept the pain and just move on by knowing that this pain and suffering is temporary, that better times are going to, to come, okay? Same with life. Every morning, just wake up and decide radically that you wanna be the happy person, not the moody one, not the one that gets affected by the little, little, little happenings around them. And then, oh, now I'm in a bad mood because nothing went the way I wanted. Life is about a collection of things that don't go the way we want. 
okay? It's in our power to how do we respond to them instead of reacting to them. So a there are many, I many sorry, yeah, go ahead. I'm in a few things there. So number one, what we're saying is happiness is an inside job because especially right. Western culture, we have been conditioned that happiness is found in that external thing, a relationship, a material thing, an experience, whatever. But what I understand is that when, when, happy, when we feel fulfilled already in joy and gratitude, then those external things will come to us, but they're not going to create that internal feeling. Absolutely. But something else you touched on is, is the whole pain in the body. And what I have understood that to be from many teachers is that any pain, especially chronic pain in the body, joints, headaches, et cetera, is trapped emotion. I agree. Yeah. Understanding that, oh, what are these repetitive thoughts? Or is it that guilt or shame, anger, resentment? What am I, what am I holding in my body? And, and maybe that's something you shared with the meditation or morning practice to surrender, to let go of what's no longer serving you. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, this is woo woo rainbows and unicorns bullshit. And it's like, that's fine. I wonder why you think your life sucks. Like, this is perspective. This is choice. This is try it, you know? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so something else that is so powerful that we touched on previously that I want you to deep dive is the power of the present moment. And mm -hmm. I know this is spoken about a lot, but what does that mean? And on that, the insignificance of the past and future. So go all in. Absolutely. Well, um, when it comes to the past, most people think if they do not identify themselves with their past, they do not even have an identity. So they believe that me, Pishi, I'm sitting here and I am my past, everything that I've done in the past and how can I ignore my past because this is who I am. This is about the past. But the future, many people think if I do not fo uh, focus enough on the future, I am lazy. I'm risking my future. I'm running the risk of missing deadlines, missing projects, missing uh, everything that, that uh, I need to sit down and write down everything. And the how, you know, you, you have your goals and I have to know the how. I have to know every step, every single step from here to my goal every single step. I have to know it. I have to figure it out. So, and I, I always say I'm a myth buster. So first of all, the past and our identity through the past is a myth. There is no past. The past does not exist. And we are not who we are because of some things that happened in the past. We only exist today, here and now. Me and you are talking, this is the only moment we have, Heather. The past does not play any role here. So, and the past does not serve me also. What does it do? What does it, what, what, what benefit do I have from going through the past and overanalyze everything that happened to me? This is the old psychology. And I can't say it because I am a psychologist. This is how we did it 30 years ago. Like going through the past and analyze and analyze every little thing. Yeah, and my mother slapped me. That's why I am the person I am today. You know, no, you're not, you know? Yeah. So please detach yourself from everything that 
does, does not serve you. And when it comes to the future, again, I'm sorry, but future does not exist. Future is not reality. There is no future. The only thing that you have is this moment here and now. And the only version of you that exists is this version in this minute here and now. So it's okay to make plans. It's okay to have life goals. Of course, we want to have that. But trying to understand the A to Z process, like how do I go from today to 10 years in advance to get that? This does not serve you guys. This only overwhelms you. And also all these outlooks that people like plan, yeah, yeah I am so excited for the next vacation. I'm so excited for the Saturday evening, the party. I'm so excited for when COVID is over. I'm so excited for my next birthday. They don't exist. These events do not exist. They are not reality. Please do not give them more worth and attention than they deserve, okay? You can sit down right on the plan. Okay, I wanna have 50 guests, whatever, or for my vacation. I need to pack a suitcase with, with my bikini and my snorkeling uh, stuff and everything. But please do not overwhelm yourself with the process and with the milestones, okay? Because the reality is you are basically destroying the only thing you have, which is here and now, for something that does not exist. Neither the past nor the future exist in reality. Do not destroy the single moment that you have for something that is not real, please. Fishy, I 100% agree, but somebody who is new to this or hasn't heard this perspective before because they can't quite grasp or understand because they feel like yesterday happened, that event happened 10 years ago. That was so real. How are you going to tell me that's not a thing? And how are you going to tell me not to plan for the future? How do we get across that time is an illusion? How do we say that? Yeah, sure. I think there are several things that we can do, especially like you said, for people who are new to this way of thinking. And one way, like looking at it as a homework is meditation. I think like sitting down in meditation, you know, I'm sure you are very, very familiar with it. Meditation has different levels. Okay. Even for a newcomer, for a new beginner, just sitting down and trying to concentrate on your breathing and letting go of anything else. I mean, this is something that I always teach my clients that are newbies, just concentrate on inhale and exhale. Nothing else. You don't need to concentrate on a higher power, higher goal, light that is coming. No, nothing. Just be here and you want to get really physical science. Okay. Concentrate on your inhale and exhale and let go of everything else. And the second thing coming back actually to uh, coming back from meditation, everything else, like everything else, Heather, this one is also practicing. It is practicing. It is wanting do you really do I ask people, do you really want to be happy or do you deliberately choose to stay in the halfway? I don't want to even say unhappy. Let's say the halfway happy 
state of being because I don't want to even go so far and say my clients are also unhappy. No, they have moments of happiness. They have sometimes days of happiness, moments of high. They have some happiness, um, uh, happy events that are going through and through in their lives. But I always say, do you want to be always like halfway happy or do you want to be always happy? What is your choice? Do you want to keep defending your identity through your past? No, this is my past. This is who I am. And let go of the joy of the now and here. Or do you want to just try to open yourself to a new way of thinking and practice it every day? It doesn't harm you, right? Just sit down practice it you have been trying i always say especially intelligent people they have been trying many things they have been to therapy they have been to um tony robbins you know um um events i always say okay why not trying to try a new things dedicate 10 minutes of your your days to a little bit breathing exercises and a little bit trying to open yourself towards this new way of thinking and decide, decide with all your heart and your mind. I want to be happy always, always. I'm here on this planet. And exactly like I said, this is not woo woo. I'm not religious at all, you know, but I believe that we are happy in this world for a reason. And the reason is to be happy and to make others happy. If we understand this, believe it, guys, our whole life will shift. A thought that came to me talking about this whole time as an illusion thing, I feel like so many people are seeking freedom. Mm -hmm. And I want them to understand that you are free by when you detach from the past, your past experiences, letting go of that, not identifying with that anymore and not clinging to an unknown future or trying to make things happen, you literally become free. Very true, yes. Okay, so something else that um, I have here I want you to talk about is this whole kind of a three-step process of your dreams, belief, and courage. Mm -hmm. What is that? Okay, so I think everything starts with a dream. Um, it starts even when we are children, you know, you have those princess houses and those Barbies and imagine yourself as a girl, of course, and as a boy, there are different things. So we start dreaming in very early ages. And then, then we, we get older and then unfortunately we detach ourselves a little bit from that dreaming stage because we think, no, we are old, we have to take action, right? Dreaming is not enough. And this is fortunate and unfortunate at the same time. It is fortunate because at some point we are accepting, okay, we have to take action. This is a good thing. It's a little bit unfortunate because we unfortunately detach ourselves from this free way of thinking and imagination without limit, which we used to have as a kid. And now we are at the thing, oh, come on, this is not possible. Why should I think of it? I cannot have a million dollars uh, in a year. Why should I think about it? Come on, let's just you know, forget about it. Let's just think about how do I get rid of my debts right now? You know, so we are trying to be practical. And this is a little bit of a shame because we have to still have that dreaming um, 
mentality, you know, dreams exactly become, become thoughts and thoughts become actions and actions becomes, become reality. So, um, yeah, so this is, this is the, we have to, first of all, find the balance between the dream and the belief. Okay. And every dream that you have can become a belief if you want it. If you really want it, and again, detach yourself from the process, please, from the how, but I am so in debt. How can I even think of a million dollars or even hundred thousand? We don't even need to talk about a million, uh, especially in today's situation. Many people lost their jobs. They, they are in debt. They are living on savings or whatever, and they, they cannot, they're so broke. They cannot even think of thousand dollars in cash, you know, um, not to mention hundred thousand or a million dollar, but guys, First of all, keep dreaming, please. I, I really have to repeat that. Keep dreaming until your dreams come true, until your dreams become belief. And the courage is very much related with the self-confidence. So what I uh, teach my clients is building courage through practicing confidence. How do we do it? By starting with small tasks that we overcome and we always set the level a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And we touched on that regarding um, diet and personal training, okay? That's why I say people, people start working out because this is an easy start, okay? You don't need to become world athletes, just start doing 15 minutes a day full body program, okay? 10 minutes a day squats whatever you like to do when you overcome and this is really a small task when you overcome this task the chat you build confidence okay you you say i need to eat chocolate every night okay i start not eating chocolate every night i start eating chocolate only twice or three times a week it's a small task we don't go on a fully elimination of chocolate okay, okay. so two or three times when i when i do nutrition teaching i say Try to minimize it from seven nights a week to three nights a week, okay? Then you overcome this and you build confidence. Oh my God, I could do it. Wow, okay, now I go for two nights a week only. So now I have been doing workouts 10 minutes a day. Come on, now I can do 20 minutes. So you're building bit by bit confidence until it gets so natural for you. The muscle, again, those muscles are so big, so well-trained that when you are hit by a real big challenge in life or a real big decision that you wanna make, you're not so scared anymore. You have built the courage through other steps beforehand. I so, love that, yeah. Yeah, thank you. So, because many people, I just wanna say that too, many people think, I have to go from zero to hundred. I, I, yeah, why, why? There's always someone that looks better than you. Yeah, I wanna have that body. Okay, so I'm 50 pounds overweight, but I wanna look like Heidi Klum, whatever, you know? But, you know, you have to understand, again, there is no quick fix. It's practice, it's knowledge, it's learning, it's doing one by one and also not hurting yourself, not injuring your body, okay? Same thing with the mindset. Yeah, I wanna be enlightened like Tony Robbins. I wanna be like Eckhart Tolle. I wanna think that, perfect, you can have this goal, 
but start doing by your five minute meditations in the morning. Okay, let's start with that and build that muscle and then practice and practice until we reach the, abil the ability to be able to face the higher challenges and bigger and scarier challenges. Question, because we've covered so many topics today and like really good stuff, but what is one key takeaway you want listeners to get from our conversation? The one key takeaway is really, and I know I'm repeating it, I know so many people have said it already, but is please do not believe in the happiness myth. And please understand that you experience everything inside out. Yes. And one thing that is related to it, Heather, and I think I would like to also repeat that one is also understand that the mission of our lives is not only to make ourselves happy, it's the contribution to, please do not forget that I said it already. I said, we are, I, I personally believe we are here to be fully happy and to try to make others happy. If you find the balance, there is a balance there. And if you try to ditch all those myths of happiness and, and uh, perfect life and everything and try to understand, I wanna be happy, I wanna make others happy. And I understand that this all begins with me and it comes inside out. Mm. Please just, just stick with it, learn it and practice it. Yes. And, and on that note, it's, you know, be the example. When you are shining, when you are lit up, people will feel your energy and they're going to ask, what are you doing? How do you do that? So be the example. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally agree. I love that. I have a couple questions to ask you to wrap up the interview. Absolutely. The first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? I would say I am all about happiness. And um, for me personally, because everybody has also a slightly different definition of happiness. For me personally, being happy means being courageous and daring to live. And that's why I'm the Dare to Live coach. That's why my business is called Dare to Live. I find my happiness when I overcome my fears, when I do things that I'm really, really afraid of. When I, when I set goals that I say, when I even talk about it, I say, oh, I'm sure I never can do it, but let me just write it down for now. And then eventually I do them and I overcome them. And this makes me very, very happy really so the, the, my favorite quote is my quote dare to live guys you have only one life i mean literally yolo and um i hope that the science is helping us to to have um, longer lives but it doesn't matter it is still we are still not immortal even if we live up to 150 200 which will be possible very soon but still is only one life so please dare to live do not just exist dare yes. to live and be happy powerful message thank what, you what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend 
Oh, you won't believe it. This is a book. Actually, I have it in both versions in a, as an ebook, as an, in all three versions, ebook, real paper book and audio book. It is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. And I always fall back into it, especially the audio version, because I always just let it play while I'm doing it. And it might sound strange to some people because it's maybe the hundredth time that I'm listening to it, but didn't we just talk about it? Didn't we say everything needs repetition? And I, I, I told you, I'm guilty of all charges. I still catch myself planning for future or being angry at someone in the past that said something to me. So I need to listen to this um, over and over. And my new book, Heather, will be the one that you told me to read from Dr. Joe Dispenza. So this will be then my new book from today. And what you said there is great because, I mean, Bob Proctor is a great example. And, and even Pam Grout, she always goes back to A Course in Miracles. So if you find that one book that you really resonate with, go back and reread it and reread it and reread it until you get it. So I think that's a great, great message. Final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? I would say... Continue the way, first of all, I would say you're awesome. You're just awesome the way you are. And just continue what you're doing. The only thing that I wish I could have said to myself, don't, don't worry so much. Mm -hmm. Everything is gonna be all right. Yes. Great message to end on. Pishy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Heather, for um, inviting me. It was a great experience with you and um, talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to sign up for my free video training on how to manifest more money now at heatherhakes.com. And I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can find me on Instagram at heather.hakes, Facebook, Heather Hakes, and YouTube, guess what? You got it, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.